Fables of Latour, The War of a Thousand Dragons, featuring Quentin Foote as the Dungeon Master, Caden Chad as Corpse Paint, Christopher Wallette as Ember Waves, Kirsten Gray as Faye Walker, Knut Ellingson as Nordum Iron Boot, and Kyle Trenholm Nevet as Valorous Rochelle. Yes, yeah. you are correct. I muted myself because I was eating. Sorry. Oh, how dare you? I can make mouth noises. I was going to say, let us hear you chew. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. There's druids in the city? My immersion is broken. <laughs> Run away! There's druids in the city and they're loose! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to what I can only presume is another very rousing episode of Fables of Latour. That was quite a scrunchy face from Kirsten. I'm just going to pretend I didn't see that. We are in episode 26, Emissary of War Part 3, and we are going to throw our recap on our oh-so-lovely Canute Alexson. God dang it. I just did one not too long ago. But <laughs> when we left off, we were at the Ashen Keep. All the party was on top of it. Figured out that we got, well, Nordum got caught. The other guys were still very sneaky sneak. So Nordum went and attacked some guards, threw down his bison bear and got the hell out of Dodge because he doesn't want to deal with all that heat. The other team went Santa Claus style down the chimney, found Corpse Paint and a very bad man who was about to kill Corpse Paint. Uh, they soon found out they were no match for him, so they got captured. They met a guy named Oz in the cells that helped them escape. And at the same time, Norman went back to have a drink, figured out his party members are not coming back, so he's got to figure something else, talk to a good old captain of the guard who was half drunk got some guard people to come look to at the ash and keep big fight started out the other part of the team started a fight on the other side slowly met up and then got the hell out of dodge again back to the dancing donkey found out that the boulder gate or sorry the boulder boulder brigade can't speak had some plans of taking out the lords in the city and so the team's got to figure out what to do with that information now nice recap round of applause um round of applause oh god damn it oh, yeah. <laughs> um so it is you all first things first you all went to sleep 
knowing that there was like five guards downstairs plus a Brom Nightwish. Uh-huh. You had a good sleep, to say the least. Um, <clears throat> or were they all partying too hard? Mm. And keeping us up. Could have been. <laughs> well, <clears throat> the other the guards would have wanted to, but Brom would have snapped them snapped them into action. <laughs> Solid leader, that Brom guy is. They would have been quietly doing shots though. <laughs> shot, shot, yeah, shot. Yeah. At some quiet. point in the night, Brom, probably like early, early or morning, like like six in the morning. Um, this, uh, what you recognize as an Elemenzen, um, comes out through like the back, like kitchen where Scalin spends, uh, some of his time. Mm -hmm. And she actually comes out with Scalin and they seem to be like very friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, and you see she goes and sits in a booth that is like reserved for her. This is her booth. There are books stacked several feet high. There are a couple dozen candles, all in different stages of being melted. And um, she just goes and starts lighting them and sits down and sits into her work. With the amount of time that I spend here, I've never seen this individual before. Maybe you two are, are well acquainted, um, but I'll leave that up to Adriana. Um, yeah, I feel that they've probably seen each other in the tavern multiple times, especially if they both work from here. So probably are like that, that passing acquaintance where you don't really know each other's names, but you see their face every day. So you're like, hey, how's it going? Okay, cool. Nice. Well, just seeing the two of uh, you come out of the back room together. Brom will inquire. Oh, any updates on the uh, the basement situation? Uh, so, so many. Oh my gosh. But uh, how much? I mean, how much time do you got? We can go into it. Uh, I've I I don't I don't know. I think uh the yeah I'm I'm not too sure that uh Keist fellow that I think you went with was explaining something about like a big turtle or something like that. I'm not too sure. Yes. Um, yes. He, um, oh God, I actually looked at my notes to remember what it was called and I'm it, blanking. All Can I remember I, is it was an acid turtle. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, that's still around. The Kamiku's still there. Um, we've, uh, we've kind of developed an understanding with that thing. We give it snacks every once in a while, and it leaves us alone, mostly. Oh, well, that would explain the lack of rodents in here. Yes. Particularly the large variety. It doesn't ah. like the tiny ones, but yes. Oh, well, glad to hear it. Uh, sorry, I don't think I've... I got your name. I'm I'm Brom. Right. Oh my gosh. Introductions. Um, I'm Adriana. Pleasure to meet you. Formally. Nice. Yes. Nice to officially meet you. You're up early or late. I don't. I don't know what your regular schedule is. Oh, I never went to bed. Mm, 
Fair. Uh, neither have I. I think. What day is it? <laughs> um, for those keeping track, this is the same Adriana Varen from episode 12.5. And could you give us a little bit of a recap about what Adriana looks like? Yeah, um, Adriana is an Elemenzin. So she has kind of this nice gold, peachy kind of skin tone, nice and healthy. Well, it was healthy. She, I imagine she's spent a lot of time in uh, the catacombs, so probably hasn't seen a lot of sunlight lately. Um, but she also has like long, dark red hair, probably back in a ponytail right now. Um, a nose that has been broken once or twice. Um, she is a rogue and a little bit of a wizard, not too much, and she is an archaeologist. I think we decided she was the guild master of, um... It the is Cla the, the Clad Harine Guild. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And she has been spending a lot of time in, uh, the Dancing Donkey as there are, um access points to the catacombs below three gates and spends a lot of her time here oh yeah thank you very much for that you're welcome nordum you you wake up and you've got kind of like a bit of an antsy stressed out feeling mm -hmm. um just just knowing the boulder brigade is in the same city as you makes you kind of sick to your stomach yeah but you come downstairs you're the first one up and you see Brom is chatting up just this real, like, Indiana Jones-looking motherfucker. Absolutely. <laughs> Normal will probably be like, uh, Brom, always, always trying to pick up someone. And he'll probably just go to the bar at first and order some breakfast. Uh, Nordum, how, how'd you sleep? Hey, not too bad, uh... Definitely uh, the best bed that I've had in a while, uh, being on the road and whatnot. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, should I get breakfast for your friends too? They'll all come down soon, I, I imagine. I uh, that'd be a safe bet. I think they're all a hungry bunch. So, around the breakfasts. All right, sounds good. I might make two plates for that big guy that came in here last night, the Viltfer, uh, the big furry bastard. Oh yeah, yeah. He he probably. I I I just met him, so I I don't know his routine. But I must. I would say it's a safe bet to get a couple okay. in there. Yeah, he he bought an entire keg of ale off of me last night and took it to bed. So I get the impression he can put it back. I. <laughs> he might uh, be a little bit getting up then. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Uh, and Skullin just kind of goes back into the kitchen. Kirsten? Yeah? I don't see you on here. Where do you go? I'm right here. Oh, am I the only one who can't see Kirsten? No, no, no she's gone either. from roll 20. Oh, but I see all your faces. <laughs> That's okay. Alright, well, as long as you're here. I am here. <laughs> you're next to come downstairs. Do-do-do. And then uh, you see that there's a, a plate of food waiting for you next to Nordum. Nice. And um, then it's corpse paint comes downstairs. And probably 20 minutes goes by. You guys have like finished your breakfast. You know, it's been kind of a quiet morning. Um, and Valorous is nowhere 
Valorous and Oz haven't come downstairs. Does uh, Faye, you're uh, you're you're the probably one who knows him, but uh, Valorous. All right, is he joining us today? Is it, I guess, oh, I guess, didn't Oz sleep in his room? Yeah, they they did bunk. Uh, we'll share the room together, and if um. I mean, I'm not a great liar, and I could tell that Oz wasn't a great liar. If he said that he wasn't snoring, air quotations, um, Valorous may not have had a good sleep. So we can, we can check on them. I might just go at least give a listen to hear if I hear any noises in their room, and then... Couldn't he we- just cast silence for the night and fall asleep? <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, you probably could, but I don't know if that spell lasts the whole night. So Uh. I feel bad. I should have just offered Oz my room, and like Valorous and I have shared rooms before. So I should. eh. It's Uh. just more fun to see um, Valorous uncomfortable sometimes because it's so rare that that happens to him that sometimes he just needs a a bit of a check. That is definitely true. Mm-hmm. Um, Adriana, you see these like three very stalwart people sitting at the bar uh, eating their breakfast. And um, Corpse Paint is downstairs now. And you totally did a job with him. Well, here's the thing. Um, from what I understand, Corpse Paint is without his mask and his armor. And Adriana never saw his face. He's he in his armor. His, <clears throat> yeah, he has Oh, you his have armor. your armor. Oh, okay. Just the mask is missing. Oh, I must have. But again, maybe that's not enough. That's totally up for you to decide. She's got a high insight. Yeah, she's got a high passive insight. They're good. Um, okay. Uh, well, they seem to be having a mm. kind of a, an, in, I say intense, serious conversation. So Adriana's just going to sit and watch until there's more of a opportunity to kind of interject. Skullin uh, brings and drops a plate of food off at your table for you. Thank you, darling. Alright. Shovel. Shovel that into your mouth. <laughs> What's everyone else doing? I think it goes without saying that I have to retrieve my mask one way or the other. I cannot go to Claw Canyon without it. Do you think, like, Maybe there's just a shop that we could pick one up at. Something similar. Something a little bit like your style. I have heard you say some stupid things, Norton, but that by far tops it. No, that is not an option. Yeah, I would, a, I would... a plate definitely breaks in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to come. Well, I mean can't let you go alone there I mean you all you seen it took an entire pretty much army to get you guys out so can't let you go alone again well maybe a deal can be struck something that isn't blood yeah and they're not really the dealing kind but maybe they're not going to be there right now 
so maybe we could just go scout it out, see maybe they're not there and maybe they left it behind. If I may, Corpse Paints, uh, I know it's uh, very fresh and um, not the greatest time to talk uh, about it. What kind of information were they trying to pry from you? That's a very good question. It is a very good question. (laughs) (laughs) So, Corpse Paint, over about the the duration of a cycle, they had interrogated you about your time with the Adagi Guild, and um, more specifically, uh, Princess um, Vizenith. Mm -hmm. What really happened when uh, the boat, when um, Crooked Horn tried to kill you guys and exploded the boat. Um, They want to know your allegiances moving forward and how involved is the Red Willow Guild going to be when this war does break out. Mm -hmm. But you surmised you separated yourself from the group, a very influential group, and they stumbled upon you and took advantage of the opportunity to bring you in for interrogation. Mm Mm-hmm. And I didn't say, I didn't give him any information, right? No, I, no, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, I just, I say that to you guys pretty much verbatim what Q said, just matter of factly. And uh, what exactly did you tell them? I didn't say a single word. That tracks. Well, (laughs) it's, well, it's part of our training. We, yeah, we have very intense interrogation training where we go completely silent. That, that's fair. Or here, I might... Um, how far are we from the Ashen Keep? Like, um, It's like a brisk like hour walk. So probably well over a hundred or a thousand feet then kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, the, the city itself is like quite a few kilometers across. Okay. Well, uh, corpse, maybe when we get closer to the Ashen Keep, I can do uh, a locate object spell and can at least see if it's in Ashen Keep still. And that will kind of narrow down our search and maybe, maybe it's not there, maybe it's somewhere else, but at least that will give us a little bit more information on that. Selfish reasons aside... If you want the Templars of Lokor to be aligned with you in this war, it is essential that I come as a Templar. Meaning if I show up in Claw Canyon with my mask, I will most likely be put on trial. Yep, no, that that makes sense. I know in your mind it's hard to understand the significance of such a thing. No, I, I, I can understand that. Uh, maybe, maybe before we go, though, uh, we could either go talk to a different captain or maybe even the uh, southern lord who is in charge of the uh, the brigade and the or the the city guard I guess it would be and maybe even tell them about the situation that's going on there and so he can get the army raised to go raid the place well I think well- that would be worthwhile Faye? You want to say something? Uh, well, even if it's just to, you know, put attention and pressure on the Ashen Keep, like it sounds like they know that the 
Fires of Fell, use that as a base and uh, maybe we can have it in the way that it it's just like a search search and check situation where we can slip in and use it to our advantage to maybe while they're upturning pieces or talking to other people we can find your mask uh, I, I mean Fang, Fangdorn, Fangdorn has a good point like what is our goal what, where do we align ourselves in the future but I think that is a conversation we need to have later well alternatively I can offer a deal and tell them everything I know in exchange for the mask which as of now you know as much as I do I know very little about where we stand. Only the next step. Very, very heavy, <laughs> resounding footsteps come down the staircase. And you see your uh, eight and a half foot tall, head to toe, barefooted, furry buddy, Osse, come down the stairs. And his shoulders are slumped and his head droops a little bit. And he has a very fine-looking medallion in his hand. And it's just kind of hanging a few inches below on a chain wrapped between his fingers. Oz, good morning. Not really, Faye, to be entirely <sighs> honest with you. I was so hoping you would say not that. He slams the amulet of the void on the countertop. What in the actual underworld is that? And why did you let me sleep in a room with it? Uh, well, we were tasked to find it. Uh-huh. And we just hadn't made its way back to its owner yet. Mm. Have you heard of the Magma Isles, Faye? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've seen it on a map. There's a lot of volcanoes there. You could go and drop this there. Just find a real active volcano. Just climb up to the top, drop it in. What What exactly is it? I don't know, but uh, it. he goes behind the bar. He opens up a keg. He looks at Skalin and he puts just an entire sack of money on the table. Uh, he comes back around with the keg. Downs it for about 20 seconds. So your buddy, right? I wake up and he's just standing over me. So that's cool for one. Second of all, he starts saying some weird words. I don't know what they mean. And then I grab him because I don't like that. And then the next thing I know, we're both in the void. Do you know how I know we're both in the void? Because I've spent some time there. I grabbed the medallion from him, and here I am. And where's Valorous? He's lost in the void, Faye. What? Where exactly is the void? It's the place between life and death, where the soul doesn't move on. It's trapped. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it, it, it's and, essentially purgatory. There's nothing yeah. there. There's just yeah. a waist-high mist. And it is endless. And I'm assuming this amulet has something to do with the void? Y- yeah, Faye, you, you know that Valorous told you that this was the amulet of the void. It's yeah. a very rare 
uh, like one of a kind amulet that some wizard made up. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Valorous told her exactly what it did. She he she just knew what like this was the name for it. Mm-hmm. Um and to be honest, Faye's probably not that smart enough to make one and two connections that's what it could do. Faye gets very quiet and not in like a contemplative like it she is seething with anger that Oz just left Valorous in somewhere. Oz lights a big cigar, and now he's just going between the keg of ale on his shoulder and the fat cigar in his mouth. So, um... Hmm. What was he saying? He, what language was he speaking? I'm pretty sure, okay, it was Old Elvish. I ain't fluent, alright? I learned a little bit when I was in school. Okay, like like I am a I am a student of Ordo. We go to school before you become a Vingardo. That's all I'm saying. I learned a little bit, but not much. But he seemed possessed. I think at this point, <laughs> Adriana might kind of gently place herself <laughs> in this conversation because she's been half listening and half talking with Brom. Um, I don't mean to be terribly rude, although I guess listening in is still rude, doesn't matter. I know Old Elvish, if you would like a translation, and maybe a better look at, and she gestures to the amulet, better look at that thing. I can help. It's kind of my thing. I'm sorry, who the fuck are you? (laughs) Uh, hi, Adri- Adriana. A <laughs> uh, friend of, well, friend, um, did a job very briefly with um, Corpse Paint when he was last here, which I need to pay you for, by the way. Um, it's all right. Don't worry about it. Are, are you talking about when they were talking about space and things? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Were you also on many uh, pictures of ale at that point? I was my second, I think, of that day. But n- no, that I understand the implication, and no, we were actually there. Believe me, I am equally flabbergasted and been desperately trying to do that again. It's fine. Um, I can help if you want, or I can just leave. It's fine. Uh Well, I mean, I think we need all the help we can get right now. Great. Um, So Adriana's is just going to kind of push everyone out of the way and make a a little space around the amulet and is going to do the 10 minutes it takes to do identify. Nice. Because she does have that spell. Um, We'll start with that. Um, so everyone just kind of like waits around eagerly. Uh, Oz lets out a big belch and he puts down his keg as that's empty. So after that time has gone by, you've just discerned that basically this is a very powerful magical artifact 
It can take people in and out of the void. It also compels people to go into the void. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, this kind of acts as like a key to the person wearing this amulet to go in and out of the void. It also kind of just compels people to, to go in. I assume, not of their uh, volition. So I'm going to guess that that is what happened to Valorous. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe we could have gotten him out if he was in possession of the amulet still, but seeing as how he is lost to the void, makes it a little challenging. And then she thinks about what's in the basement. <laughs> And is uncertain about what they're to bring that up or not. How do you make it work? Oz said you he spoke some words. You're smart. How does it work? Don't like your tone. Brahma's <laughs> staring daggers at you, Faye. Like oh. his, his face is very visibly saying, "What the fuck?" Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Uh, Oz, do you recall the words? I could provide a translation. I can't say that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like I said, he seemed very possessed, right? Um, but I didn't say any words when I came back. It was just more or less about intent and the ability to you know, know some basic arcane knowledge. Right. So, how it works then, um, ma'am, miss, <laughs> is most likely just intent, right? If you want to go into the void, it'll take you there. If you want to leave, it'll take you out. Now, would it always take you to the same place? Or is your location um, where you are in the regular world depending on where you go into the void. Um, what do I, what do I glean from the identify spell, Mr. Fable Weaver? That I think is more of a, a use and learn probably question. I don't know if that's <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. I do like the idea of there being like a mirror ghost image, like realm of, you know, Latour that is the void. And but yeah, you're not sure. Fuck yes. around and find out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the there are limitations to what the identify spell can do. It tells me what the thing does, and if there's like any sort of significant name or lore to an extent attached to an item, it doesn't necessarily tell me how to use it. So we can try. One of you can try. I have. <clears throat> desperately want to go to the void that sounds exciting but i have work here so or by the sounds of it it is literally not exciting because it's literally nothing <laughs> that Oz, doesn't Oz just one big finger at you nordum like you fucking nailed it <laughs> you uh, um okay i think at this point Adriana's like, okay, well, all right, fine. If 
Is Scotland around, actually? I'm gonna... Is he, like, present in the room? Oh. I, uh, <laughs> sorry. She doesn't want him here, but it's like, is he here? Uh, yeah. Varen, what, what can I do for you? Um, can I get... Um, you know my, my favorite drink? It, I think you usually keep it in the back. Can you go get me a glass of one of those, please? Uh, of course, yeah. I'll, I'll be you. I'll be right back. Thank you. Uh, and as soon as he's out of the room, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so there just so happens to be a doorway to the void below the city. Great. Now I don't. Uh, okay. I haven't gone in. I don't know how to find your friend while we're in there, but I suppose that's the point of an expedition. You get to find out and learn. It's an option. (laughs) Resounding silence is very encouraging. (laughs) I'm going to go explore regardless. I'm inviting you to come along if you have a friend to go searching for. Um, So (laughs) are we going to the basement or not? Um... Scotland comes in with your drink, Adriana. Thank you, darling. Appreciate it. So, so you're just saying that there's a doorway to the void, (laughs) and in the basement here. Um, What? It uh, it's mm, it's not directly in the basement, Scotland. It's a ways off, but I found it via access of the basement it's um yes um sir sorry i don't actually know any of your names the exception of corpse paint and brom now and brom's just like brand new this morning and and you you point to corpse paint and he's all of a sudden not there oh no (laughs) he's gone Oh my god. Oh. Um. Hmm. Did we see where he went? <laughs> uh, I don't believe so. <laughs> uh, Oz says, uh, he didn't go into the void. I know that much. <laughs> I, I, I've still got the amulet. Did, did, did he go to the basement, maybe? Where do you think he's going? Uh, Nordum. Yeah. Well, I mean, he shouldn't be going without us. We discussed that we'd all go together, and we already discussed a plan for that before this nonsense popped up. Ah, uh, well, Brummel Simon. I, I don't know. There really is no reasoning with him. Especially since finding out the, uh, the death of Ember. <laughs> I, I don't know what he is, what he is internally, but. I, I'm sorry, I, I think... Ember. Ember Waves is dead? <sighs> yes. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. This is not my business. It's not my business. Continue. I apologize. Oz, Oz, Oz pipes up. He's like, it's okay, little lady. Speak your truth. 
Um, somehow I think my truths are probably very invasive in the moment right now, so I will hold on to oh, it. Oh, yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay. I think Faye leans over to Norda and whispers, Who the fuck are we picking up here nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> Three strangers. I don't know. <laughs> I guess we just attract things. Weird people. Are we going uh, after corpse paint or valorous right now um i have not been in the void very long i don't know the dangers of what's there you haven't been in the void what you've been there already i think i have quentin i i seem to remember right yeah i think i was banished there for like all of like 10 seconds yeah Uh, yeah about a minute yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there a few times once recently, and it's... I don't know what's there. I feel like Valorous can take care of himself for a little bit. If Corpse Paint goes headfirst into that keep, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, he also just, you know, kind of fucked off after you guys agreed on a plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't sound like he's really deserving of your help, but... <laughs> I I, I love the guy to death and he's very capable but uh, uh, I I don't know he's very uh, not to sound like prejudiced but I think the Kintar it's just I think just the way they are they're just very like single minded they're very headstrong yes exactly exactly headstrong so yes Mm. well as long as you are in my city I offer you my services free of charge, so. Uh, Nordum's going to cast spell Locate Object, and he's going to fix on the knife that he gave Corpse Paint. So you'll still have that. And to see exactly, because he, I don't think he could have gotten a thousand feet in five seconds of us talking. So, Caden, which direction is Corpse Paint going? I really don't think you need to cast an object, <laughs> nude. I think you know exactly where he's going, but it just suddenly got a lot faster as Corpse Paint got a horse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, so he, yeah. Okay. Well, I, just, I wasn't sure. Maybe he went down to the basement, too. I don't know. Was... No. <laughs> well, yeah. well, he's riding, I'm, to- I'm guessing, towards the keep, not towards the southern um, lord. The southern yeah, lord. Yeah. yeah, he'd be going to the keep, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, because we talked about going to the southern lord first to see if they could get an RB to the keep kind of thing, but mm. what the original plan was, but... Yeah. All right, well, well, well Corpse Paint is heading towards the, the keep um, on something fast because he's moving pretty quick. Um... I guess, Faye, you're technically the only actual Red Willow Gib <laughs> member um, here. Um, should we go to Corpse or should we go get Valorous first? I think it I think it kills her to say this. I think we need to take care of Corpse first. Help him if we can. Whoa, I'm shook. I know. I think it kills her to say it because 
Um, or, or I take Missy Nerd Lady here, and we go to the basement, and you go after Corpse Paint. Party. <laughs> party. Episode ends short because we're doing two episodes. Okay. <laughs> um, you take Oz and help Corpse Paint if you can. I'll send Luna with you and I'll go with Smarty Pants over here. Very unimpressed look from Adriana. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Sarah and Kirsten have ever actually played a game together as PCs. This is very fun. Uh, uh Faye, Faye, mm. uh, yes, should I go with you? Sorry, I'm here as well. <laughs> I'm so stressed. I love this face so much. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Uh, Rom, who do you want to go with? Uh, well, we go. Sorry. Fine. Let's risk. Uh, I've never been to the void. I'll, I'll go, I'll go help and uh, snatch up Valorous. I mean, it seems a very popular place for some awful reason for everyone saying that yeah. there's nothing there. Seems like everyone's been there. Um, all right. I'll, I'll take Oz. Uh, we'll go to the Southern Lord first. Maybe give them the information, and by that time, we can get Corpus Paint some backup. And then you guys can go to the place where there's nothing but everyone wants to be, apparently. <laughs> nice. All right. Faye um, does send Luna with Nordum. Okay. Cool beans. Probably because someone is going to die on Nordum's party, right? So... Luna will just be there already to escort them, kind of thing. Hey, hey, <laughs> now. hey, I'm not going to the super dangerous place, apparently. <laughs> All right. So we will start. Uh, Nordum uh, Oz looks at you and he goes, uh, Hey, thanks for thinking of me. You know, I- I'm happy to come for sure. Or I thought you'd want to give them the information too, since I think you're the most knowledgeable about the southern or the the lords and the plan that they got for them. So, yeah, you, you know, it's not often people say I'm the most knowledgeable at something, so I really appreciate that. You're you're, you're welcome there, big bud. Um, do you know if there's any quick transport around the city? Oh yeah, for sure. And he like leads you outside. Mm-hmm. And um, he like holds out his little uh, Vingardo badge and he like <laughs> comes up to this person on a carriage and he goes, sorry, ma'am, but the Vingardo need your cart. We'll make sure to return it to you once we're done with it. And he like helps her off. And then the two of you jump on and just like, yeah, <laughs> take this cart down the street. Um, but like that, this this actually works. Like, do you think, like, I could maybe, like, just flash the Red Willow Guild badge and people will do the same? The, like, you guys are, like, ripping down, like, the wind's blowing through your guys' hair. And (laughs) he's like, maybe, 
You, you could try. I mean, the Vingardo are pretty famous. Like, people love us. Um, but you could try, for sure. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's true. Maybe in Red Willow you could try it. The, the, oh, for Red Willow, I'm, I'm sure that would be no problem. Um, so, Corpse Paint, you bring your horse to a halt in front of the Ashen Keep. Mm-hmm. So, there's no one on the parapets anyways the castle walls essentially okay well I will just get off my horse I'll stand close to it and I will just scream if anybody has ever seen that movie Troy remember when oh, Achilles yeah. is outside the walls of Troy and he's screaming for Hector Hector but yeah but he's screaming <laughs> he's screaming Fangdorn um so after about five minutes of this the gate swings open a little bit and Hector walks out. <laughs> Fangdorn walks out. Horse paint. I didn't think you'd uh, be back so soon after all your torturing. I will casually step forward a little bit. I don't have my sword out or anything. And I will say the mask and I'll talk. You see, he just kind of pulls the mask out of his back pocket and he puts it back. Mm -hmm. Start talking. What do you need to know? Don't play dumb with me, Kintar. We interrogated you for a week. You know the answers I want. The ship we were on blew up at the hands of Arden Crookedhorn. The princess of the Adagi Guild is alive. Last I remember. She has the stone. As far as our allegiance is concerned, as of now, we have not picked a side. Neither have the Templars of Lokor. So I would suggest not making an enemy. He, he, and like every time you've tried to talk to one of these fucking dwarves, they just laugh in your face. I've he goes, if you're... <laughs> What's that? I've grown accustomed to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're going to try to threaten me or scare me, try something a little more frightening than you zealots. Well, I know what you're capable of. I'm sure you know what we are capable of. But I come here, just you and I. Fangdorn. Um, Nordum, you and Oz halt your cart like down the street. Mm -hmm. Oz is driving. And he goes, uh, well, it seems pretty peaceful, Nordum. Like, they're just talking. You want me to keep going? Maybe. Maybe just get a little bit closer and we'll see where it goes from there. Maybe try go down one of the nearby alleys. Yeah. Um, so he he does that. Do I know any spells that could make me hear them? I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Because uh, Fangdorn says to you, Corpse Paint, your guildmaster is the ex commander to my army, Queen Ruby's army. 
You really expect me to believe he's not going to take up arms against us? I'd say you know him better than I do. Our paths have just crossed. When I was escorting... He's about to say a keist friend, mm -hmm. referring to Ember. But he will just say... A traveler home who I owed a life debt to. And we stayed in their presence. His plans are not of a concern to me. He's helped me, and I in return help him. He throws your mask in the dirt. Mm -hmm. Two cycles. Two cycles, and if you're here, you and your guild will not leave the city ever again. And he closes the gate behind him. I pick up the mask, ceremoniously brush it off, and put it back on, calmly get on the horse and ride away. So Nordum Oz looks to you and goes, wow, he, he actually did it. And like, they didn't even draw swords or anything. I, um... Probably information's more important than fighting skills. Uh, he'll tell Oz to kind of like ride up beside them. Course paint. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And like while that. while Oz is doing that, can you give me an insight check? Sure. Uh, that is a nineteen plus insight. Uh, plus five. Oh, you you know in your gut that corpse told him everything, mm -hmm. and you also know that Fangdorn doesn't lose. If he gave his mask back, there was probably a reason for doing it. Mm. Uh, God damn it. Alright, um He'll still ride up beside him. Um maybe kinda of just at a corpse paint, kinda of like jump on jump the on our caravan. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> corpse won't jump on. He will just he will stick beside you though. Cause he has to return the horse as well. <laughs> uh no and then He'll like kind of just like jester like follow us and maybe he'll take him to not the dancing donkey because he Ooh. want to go A there. Dark alley. <laughs> uh, maybe he'll go to the uh, big market that's not too far from the oh, sorry, uh, yeah. not too far from the dancing donkey there. Yeah, so you guys pull into this market, um, the bazaar, and like it's heavy with people. There are probably a couple thousand people um, with just in this like square kilometer. Um, you see there are tents of every color under the rainbow, um, people shouting, uh, making deals, bargaining, um, offering sales. You see several statues um, of great people, uh, previous lords. Mm. Um, you see statues are lined up 
from like the west road coming in, the east road coming in, and the the southern road coming in. And these statues lined up are of those like uh, coordinating lords. Um, and there's a great statue in the very center of this bazaar um, of the founder of the Three Gates. Um, but you guys pull your carriages, your carriage and horse to a halt, probably in a little bit of a less occupied space. You know, I get off and get up to go up to corpse. Corpse. I just I just wish you'd stick to the plan. I know it's not your style, but. It, it'd just be helpful. Um, now, did he, has he put his mask on back on yet? Or is he still just holding on to it? Oh yeah, it's it's on. It. Yeah, he cleaned it up and then put it back on right away. Right. He'll be like, corpse, I, can I, can I just see your mask for a minute? I'm afraid I can't let you do that, Nordum. Why? <laughs> Just so tired. <laughs> Why? Because I I know I know the people that we're dealing with, and I know he he doesn't take a loss. So, in the sense, giving you back your mask is a loss for him. Unless it works to his advantage, which would then turn it into a win. Like if he somehow either cursed or puts a tracker or some type of magical thing on your mask. Maybe he can even listen to our conversation right now. I don't know. But whatever he most likely did with the mask would be detrimental to the Willow Guild and the town and all of us for sure. Ah, Norton. You impress me. I thought you were just going to spit on it or stomp on it to show your dominance over me. But for the sake of the I... Willow... But for the sake of the Willow Guild, I understand what you are saying. I have my eye on you. He will... For he makes a compelling argument so he will take it off and let you examine it. Normal, like just grab it and look at him. Like, I would, I. Uh, why would you think I would do that? And then Nordum will like to cast um, detect magic on it. I know he's not going to get like too much information from it, but he should be able to find out the school of magic that should be on it, right? Yeah, there's uh, absolutely a scrying spell on it. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so he'll be like, this thing is bugged in some way by very illegal magic. Um, so they are definitely scrying on us in some way. Um, which is... Um, what would like the punishment of scrying magic? Do we know? Because we know it's kind of very illegal in the world. Yeah. Tour. So it's it's not illegal in the eyes of um, man, you know, yeah. the species of Latour, the races of Latour. It's the keepers who were here 
through the first two ages and have laid out a series of rules to prevent what happened between the first and the second age, which was pretty much extinction across all of Latour. Scrying mm. was a big part in that. You know they send negators to erase you from existence. <laughs> All right. Uh, and how do you get in contact with these negators? <laughs> Let Nordum know. 1-800-NEGATORS, obviously. 1-800-NEGATORS. <laughs> Call for um, all your scrying needs. <laughs> it's not as easy as you think it would be if yeah. they wanted to uphold this magic mm. um, or these rules anyways. Um, you have to find a keeper. All right. Which, you know, up until recently, there was one beneath the city. Oh. All right. Um Nordum will basically like um so no no talks of major plans or things or anything around the mask. Um I mean if you need to wear it, I guess you can. Hopefully I I don't even know. Maybe they can read your mind. I don't know. Um I just suggest not wearing it for right now, which I know is going to pain you more, but <laughs> It's my suggestion to you. Well, I guess that makes this decision easier, Nordum. Ember is dead. I am of no use to the Willow Guild. No, that, that's definitely not true. You are very useful for the Willow Guild. And you're just having an existential crisis, which I completely understand because of everything that's happened, but you are still a very valuable, important member of the team. And I still need you. Fuck you, Quentin. <laughs> you <laughs> asshole. Uh, maybe Norman will also say, now, Corpse, I, I know the Kintar and the Church of Lokor but they still don't define you as a person. You still are your own. Yes, they help guide and shape who we are, but we are still us and underneath. Now we can get rid of the the magic on the mask, but it, I'm just not sure how long it's going to take. But I'm sure we're in a big city. There's lots of wizards. We can get that done quicker than we normally would but we just have to wait until we can find that person what was the wizard's name feather tongue feather tongue so feather tongue will know there we go already looking at the positives we'll find feather tongue and see if he can do it because you still, we even still have the coin that did Aelandir gave us a coin, right? Kind of something like that. Yeah, you gave it to Corpse. Yeah. Yeah. Aelandir um, gave you that coin so we can still get that favor from him. I'm sorry. No I'm need for that. Corpse will ride off towards the wizard. All right. 
He's going to Claw Canyon. Norm will hop on the thing and like kind of he will just like ride off and then like turn down. God damn, this guy just never, never tells me things. <laughs> and he'll just like hop on the wagon with Oz and we'll just follow yeah. after Corpse. No! Corpse isn't getting away that easy! Oh, fuck, okay. Um, <laughs> so, cutting to... I'm gonna say you guys, uh, Faye... Um, yes, I'm not laughing back here, it's fine. <laughs> Adriana has led you through the back kitchen. Getting nods, yes, you guys are ready, cool. Yes. Um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scalin just kind of like begrudgingly undoes about 20 separate chains that cover this um, hatch in his floor. Um, He flips it open. uh, A great like draft of cold air swoops in. He says, uh, as always, make sure nothing comes back up here. And Adriana, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to come down there looking for you. Uh, Well, I've got this lovely cleric over here how could i possibly get lost you say that like you do that often i don't get lost okay yes scalin will make sure that nothing comes up nothing has so far but we'll make sure it continues to stay that way so Faye, you walk down a tunnel for quite a while um and then this huge like it's an entire city underneath um, the three gates and you know like ancient cities are built on top of ancient cities and that's just how it works Adriana has taken it upon herself to form a guild that are pretty much archaeologists and like to explore these crypts for a lack of a better term these catacombs these forgotten eras <clears throat> you walk for about an hour and you go through great arches that are nearly a kilometer tall. You cannot see the ceiling the further in you go. Um, You walk through colossal buildings um, along small, thin bridges with great um, chasms on either side of you. And eventually you come into this uh, torch-lit area and there's about 10 other people here and they're all um, clad Harine guild members, um, Adriana's members. And they're in, it kind of looks like um, like a wizard's tower almost. <clears throat> um, decrepit and ruined. The top third of the tower just completely shorn off and rubble all around the bottom of the, um, the tower itself. And Adriana leads you inside up to the second floor. And you come into this large circular room. Um, There is nothing left on the walls in the room. It's just bare stone. Um, A very, like, haunting feeling, Faye, like, fills you. Um, You know somewhere around here there are hundreds of damned souls. Um, You get, like, a concentrated feeling about it somehow. Um, like there's a conclave of these souls trapped or or lost somewhere nearby here. But in the center of this large uh, 20-foot wide circular room um, is just a archway, like a doorway, like in the very center of the room. 
and on it is um, carved runes and old elvish. And Adriana, you read the words when you first discovered this place and a bluish gray shimmering portal filled the archway, the doorway. You probably stepped in and quickly stepped back out. Yes. <laughs> and discerned it was the void. But that is where you find yourselves. I think the whole way Adriana was just spouting all sorts of stuff <laughs> that we have learned, not caring that Brom or Faye probably don't care all that much. Well, you were not kidding. Holy. Mm-hmm. It's been incredible. Oh my gosh, I don't think I haven't slept this poorly in a long time. But, ta-da! Here's our doorway. How did you get back? If you don't mind my, if you don't mind my asking. Um, well, I didn't go far. I just kind of stepped beyond the threshold of the doorway into the portal, confirmed where it was that it took me, and then stepped back out. So I was in the void for all of five seconds. And the nice thing you know about this one, Adrian, is it's it's a permanent like fixture. So this doorway exists here and in the void for when you open the door, you can just walk right back through kind of thing. Yes. She explains that. So how exactly do you get this to work then? Do you speak well, a phrase or? Uh, yes. And she'll just kind of like run her fingers along the, um, the inscription. I just read out the inscription um, in the old Elvish and the door just opens. Okay. Um, for safety reasons, do we need, I, you're the uh, spelunker here. Do you, do we need to tether ourselves here somehow? I was thinking about that on our way down. I have not been in the void for that long, so I'm not entirely sure, and I don't know how long the doorway remains open. So I would recommend, yes, we provide a tether to this realm of existence on the off chance we might need it. So tether as in tying like a rope or something a little bit more metaphysical? A rope was a good start. See, ah. I, um, <laughs> I don't know. This is all new. So we um, learn as we go. I, I'm guessing that we have the amulet of the void or would Oz have taken it or Nordum? No, he, he, if you guys are going that way, he definitely would have given it to you. Okay. Uh, Faye what? has it. She's not giving it to Adriana. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, well, worst case, I think if if I understand what your understanding is, we can at least get back maybe with this. As she uh, holds the amulet in hand. Mr. Fable Weaver, can I make an educated guess? About what? Sorry, specifically? Um, that... Mm, that's a good question. Uh, how uh, would, if we all were like, uh, let's say um Faye was holding the amulet she willed herself to return back to the 
uh, material realm, mm-hmm. Latour. If we all were like touching her, does do we all go with her? Um, Based on what um, Oz told you this morning, what happened to him and Valorous, you would assume yes. Okay. Yes. That can be a plan B in case the uh, the rope doesn't do it. I suppose the rope should be plan B. Well, okay. Now here in my um, brash and anger an hour ago, can we just hop in and out with the amulets and hope that it gets us to the right spot? If I think of Valorous in the void, rather than opening a door, I we've been here for two nights. I like the dancing donkey. I think Ernest needs a better diet, but um. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, the donkey. Yes. Um, we can certainly give it a try. I would assume there would be some sort of kind of memory attachment to the jumping between. The void and Latour. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, mm. Quentin's thinking about how he wants to rule I, this right now. <laughs> I have the exact answer. I just feel like you guys have to learn on your you own. You just have to yeah. do some. Yeah. I mean, if it's better to go through the door and then Banff back here. If you really want, I could test it out. I mean, I know that's kind of what your thing is, but I... Mm-hmm. There is such a thing as too much caution. I hope you know that. Mm. There is no progress without <laughs> blind <laughs> fucking faith. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sarah. <laughs> what? Don't DM me. <laughs> I, I, I do like it when you two play together. Um, Brom, you are also here and can make an executive decision. Yeah. Because clearly Faye and um, Adriana have some kind of... uh, I I think Faye's just like... The last time she, the stranger had this, it left her friend in the the void. Now, Faye is also slowly understanding that Adriana is an expert in this field. Mm. So, Faye gives Adriana a long calculated look just be careful i don't know how this works but you are better suited than me at the moment and we'll give the void the amulet of the void to adriana i want this back Hmm? oh yes sure definitely we'll give that back there is no if you will give this back sheesh Fine. Oh, like that sheesh, and then you just walk through the portal. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> nice. <sighs> I'm gonna drive Edmonton and smack you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? This is fine. So you walk through the portal, and then you use the the amulet to bring yourself back to the portal or like the doorway entrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works flawlessly. Great. So you see Adriana reappear, amulet in hand, and that is where we will go to our break. Ah! Ah!
Hello one, hello all. We truly hope you enjoy listening to our podcast as much as we enjoy making it. It would mean the world to us if you could rate and review The Fables of Latour. It goes a long way to growing our community, and to put it plainly, we just love hearing from you. So thanks again, and as always, we'll see you in the wilds of Latour. Welcome back from said break. We are hopefully about to see Adriana, Faye, and Brom rush into the void. TBD? Yeah, we, we rush into the void, we find Valorous, and we go home. Right. Easy. That is the objective, Easy. at least. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, let's have it. Tell me what you guys do next. Okay. Uh, well, Adriana comes out looking pretty okay. Ecstatic. I almost say, I've, I think that's... I think we're okay to go in. You ready? As ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> we're going into the void. Alrighty. I do. I am not excited for what he is going to say to us when we show up. Uh, he better say fucking thank you. <laughs> uh, and I think Faye will take charge into the doorway, I suppose. Ooh. Sarah gives me a look. <laughs> well, Adriana is just like bouncing on the balls of her feet, waiting for you two chuckle fucks to do something. <laughs> Sorry, what? Chuckle fucks or butt chuggers, Sarah? <laughs> Both of them. Both of them, all at once. Well, but then after you, Sarah, after you. Step in once again. Terribly excited. They follows. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So you all walk in here and you feel a weightlessness come over you. But at the same time, as though your body feels lighter, your like soul and mind feel heavier. It's just a little more depressing here. Just like a sense of dread, like there is no escape. As you look around and you cannot see your feet for a swirling white mist pretty much comes up to like your hips. You look up and see nothing but white. You look ahead of you and see pretty much nothing but white. And I'll get perception checks from everyone. 24 total for fake. 13 for Brom. 13 as well. All right. Brom and Adriana, you guys are convinced that this is just an empty ass void. There's nothing around here. Um, but Faye, off in the distance, like a couple hundred meters away, at the very least, um, you think you start to see like some odd shapes jutting up from the swirling mist. Hey, this way, carefully, I think. Can I attempt to cast Locate Creature and see if I can get a sense where Valorous is as I start walking towards the shapes in the distance? So you go to cast and realize magic doesn't work in the void. Which I don't know. I don't know if I remember that or not. Yeah. 
but I don't think I actually also had time in it's it's kind of one of those things that like time. no you definitely didn't have well you might have yeah you know, I don't. you're here and you're stuck um but you think the void would be a lot less difficult Terrifying. to navigate and escape if yeah you could just use magic mm -hmm. okay magic doesn't work here so just be careful and does that include like the um the bending capabilities that elementsons have um you think yes but you're welcome to try yeah adriana will try and like summon like a little fiery torch uh no fire uh mm. comes um and you start to cycle through the elements and you can uh you know like bend air Good to know. Um, yeah, so you guys start to walk um, towards those shapes that Faye is leading you towards. And you two don't see anything. But Faye is leading you towards what she thinks she sees something. And um, lo and behold, after probably a 20 minute walk, you start to come across. You think like it's a swamp. Um, but like where there would be like trees and tree stumps and foliage. It's just like ghostly images of those things. Like they're not actually corporeal. But there is like an odd silhouette to those things around you. Adrian is definitely writing notes. <laughs> yeah. Walking and writing and observing. With my um my my uh, ghostly senses. Do I get a sense for any spirits? Like when I was in the um, the ruins of the ancient city, I felt that pull and that force of thousands of souls being trapped, kind of thing. Do I get yeah any kind of similar feeling here or no? Um, it is funny that you should say that. Because you absolutely do. Mm -hmm. This is the void where everyone goes to when they can't move on. Yes. Um, yeah. Feel free to drop your minis in the south of the map. Yarp. As you see this thing uh, floating towards you. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, Faye, Ugh. it has a head in like its sternum. And it's just making a horrifying, like, weeping face. And that head that's attached to its shoulders is being trailed by long, black, thick, gross hair. And its jaw hangs too far open. But it's your sister. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> and, Brum, you see the same thing approaching you. Oh, no. And, and it's someone from your past. It's your son. <laughs> yeah, it's your son. <laughs> the, the son that I killed in the other episode. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. And yeah, um, Adriana, I think we'll say um, for flavor, uh, you see Ember coming towards you. Oh. Hmm. 
Interesting. <laughs> and it's don't just floating like towards you, arms out. I imagine we don't want that to touch us, correct? Are we all in the same Yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't trust that thing. I do not like that. Take my sword out. I will try whispering into it and see if it lights a flame. Um, It does light a flame. Oh, it does? Okay. I it thought does. magic didn't work down here. Spells, specifically. Oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah, Perfect. that's what you start to think. Yeah. Well, then I will just uh, square up on the left side of Faye. All right. Then we will roll initiative. Lovely. <laughs> All right, Brom, you're leading us off. Lovely. Okay. Uh, well, I'll take a a chance. I don't really understand this world. So I will run up. Yeah. Use my bonus action to, to dash the extra 10 feet and get right up close to it. And I will just roll for my two attacks. So unnatural 20 on the first one to hit. And uh, 16 on the second one. Yeah, both hit. Both hit, lovely. Okay, and damage 13 slashing plus 16 flame. Okay. So this thing just lets out a horrifying echoing screech as it like continues to burn. Still up though. God, he looks like his mother. <laughs> <laughs> I remember her. And that's the end of my turn. Um, Adriana, you've read about these things, believe it or not. And they're called Mind Reapers. Oh, good. Fun. Anything specific about them? Yeah, spend enough time or let them touch you and you will start to lose memory. Until you just forget what you're doing in the void entirely and who you are and what you've done in your life and you just become a wandering husk, essentially. Oh, awesome. Uh, okay, we'll start my turn then with Adriana calling out, Brom, I suggest you don't stay that close for too long and don't let it touch you unless you don't particularly care about your <laughs> memories. In which case, have at it. <laughs> Brahm is just perplexed that you would say something like that in this situation. <laughs> this is just so, just so formally and passively like that. He's like, what? Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, noted. Thank you. Don't need to worry about insightful fighting at the moment. And my spells don't work, so I think we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> Yay, wizard. Can't do shit. It's a good thing I'm a rogue. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm going to start by just trying to uh, do like a cantrip gust at it. Oh, I want to see if I can force it back. Okay. Um, um, yeah, so you just... Oh, so uh, give me a wisdom check to see how strong your gust is. So we use wisdom as like your bending uh, stat to just kind yeah. of get a sense of the power. 15. Nice. Um, yeah, you managed to actually blow it back about 10 feet away from Brom. Brom, your, your clothes and equipment just kind of like 
flutter around you um, as this great gust goes by, goes past you. Cool. His hair magically, magnific- magnificently flutters. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Very like Prince Charming from Shrek. Just <laughs> yes. <laughs> so perfect. Um, okay. And then Adriana will kind of dart up a little bit, but maybe about 10, 15 feet away from Braum, just to try and split its attention. She'll have her rapier out. And I think is pretty much prepared to push this thing around with gust as needed. Nice. Your turn. Um, it is the Mind Reaper's turn. This one will come back to Brom. This one. I don't like the way he said that. Yeah. <laughs> and what is his armor class, Brom? Uh, Brom's armor class is 16. Okay. Both of those are going to hit. Okay. You are going to take 12, 15 um, psychic damage. Oof. Ouchie. Okay. And you look to Adriana and realize you have no fucking idea who that is. Oh, it happens instantly. Hmm. Okay, cool. Faye, <laughs> what? You look uh, in front of you, and from the mist surrounding <laughs> you, it just materializes, just like as if it's coming out of water straight up. And it just kind of grips your neck. <laughs> Uh, and it also hits twice with a 23 and a 21. Uh-oh. Oh, we've had a long rest. That's happened. Yeah. <laughs> you take 10 psychic damage. Okay, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. And you no longer recognize the face that's on the monster. The Mind Reaper, as it were. And it is your turn. Cool. So, there's... There's two Mind Reapers, and I don't recognize the face of the one in front of me? Or did it somehow manifest a clone, and it's behind me, too? So they Sorry. all they all look like your sister. Ah. Um, but I don't know who that you is. You no know who that is, correct. Sweet. Kindly fuck off. <laughs> um, I will attempt to... Swing at it with my sword, I guess. My arcane sword. Does it work? Yep. Okay. I will it to manifestation. You did. That's a 23 to hit. That's gonna hit. That's gonna hit. And that is when it loads. Uh, this might just be easier doing it this way. If I can find a die. Uh, 12 slashing damage to it. Alright. You just kind of like tear a gash in it and it doesn't bleed. Um, but just like a huge wound opens up across its like shoulder. And is that your turn? Uh, Yeah, I only have one attack per action. And if I know that my spells won't work, there's nothing that I can really do with that. Yeah. So I... Yeah, that'll be my turn. All right. Back to you, Brom. 
Okay, if I jump backwards, because it's probably right up on me, huh? Yeah. So it will get an opportunity attack if I try to move back? Correct, unless you take the disengage action. Okay. Uh, well, no. I think since it attacked me, I will just uh, attack it back. So 19 plus 5, 24 to hit. And then the second one is uh, 3 plus 5. Probably doesn't hit, right? No, it doesn't, unfortunately. Okay, okay well, I'm going to burn up my action surge and attack it once more. All right. And that is a 17 plus 5. So 22. That's- okay, so I rolled damage. 4 plus seven so 11 plus oh, wrong character sheet wrong character sheet who this that's <laughs> like that's corpse so 11 plus eight uh so 19 slashing you kill it oh hell yeah <laughs> and 15 fire just for fun just just for flavor so this thing just like goes up in flames and turns back into the mist that's swirling around your legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so since I used my action surge, is using that considered my bonus action or do I still have a bonus action? It would say if using your action surge is a bonus action or not. Yeah, you just basically... Say just, you, you use it and you get an extra action. Yeah, it just says you you take one additional action, it doesn't say. So I yeah. guess I still have a bonus action, but I don't have that until yeah. I have a short rest. Okay. Well, if you'll allow it, I will, uh, hearing the commotion behind me, I will turn around and using my bonus action, try to take out my longbow. Oh yeah, for sure. You could definitely pull that out as a bonus action and knock an arrow. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, then I will do that. Awesome. Um, Adriana, you see these enemies are vanquishable. Okay. Did it look like when Brom was attacking the one in front of him with the flame from his sword, uh, did it look like it took extra damage from it or just... Um, We'll say from your... um incessant uh, book reading. If you weren't using magical weapons, you wouldn't be doing anything to them regardless. Hmm. So that's not taking extra damage. You're actually just doing damage. I understand. Follow-up question. And this is more (laughs) of a mechanical thing. As an elements and how intense of like bending, air quotes, can I do? Like, I imagine I can't throw a delayed fireball that's not something that I can do as an elemental. <laughs> not that I would. I'm just because that's like a six level spell versus a third level fireball. Yeah, or whatever it is. So to get into like what Kyle and I were talking about, um, mm-hmm. you can. So you're a wizard, so you can like burn spell slots. Yes. Um, so he burns key points if he wants to like increase the level of a of a spell. So we use like the spells for a basis for damage, but really it's just about as being creative as you can be. And then the wisdom check is also to see quite often if it hits or not. Um, Okay. Unless otherwise stated, like with the spell. Right. 
Um, so yeah, delayed f- fireball probably not. Yes. <laughs> but if That's you had like fireball or something, you could burn spell slots to you know make it more powerful. Okay. Well, I'm not that powerful of a wizard, but we are gonna start by. Uh, I'm gonna just kind of move myself to be in between ish to Brom and Fay. And I s- probably clocked the look of not recognition from Brom. So that's already a concern. Um, yeah. We're gonna go a fire bolt. Nice. Specifically, the cantrip to that dude there in front of Faye, behind Faye. Um, 18 to hit? Yeah, absolutely. Great. Ooh, 13 fire damage um yeah this thing just like is struck and a great fan of flame explodes across it it looks real rough but not quite done okay uh that would be an action so i think that's it um yeah i think adriana's gonna call out at any point if you want an exit get to me you see on uh the mind reaper's turn it just kind of floats back into the ground into the mist and disappears do i get the opportunity attack on him at all or no yeah you can try for sure i will try i will swing and then probably a miss with a 13 13 does not quite cut it so close though yeah (laughs) wildly swing at it and you kind of see, Faye, it almost looks like, you know, like uh, a disturbance across water as it's like floating through the smoke. It's like disturbing the surface of the smoke. And it's uh, traveling very far away from you guys, essentially. Well, that that one is leaving. I don't know if that's a good or a bad sign. Hopefully it'll tell its buddies not to come. Yeah. How's everyone? We're Okay. Brom, you're good. I think I got a bit roughed up. Yeah. Hello, I, I don't think we met. I've, I'm Brom. Uh, hi, Brom. I'm Adriana. Pleasure to meet you for the first time. Yeah, pleasure to meet you. Uh, what brings you to a place like this? Uh, that's a l- story for a drink, I think. Ah, okay. Well, I know just the place. Have you ever been to the... The, the dancing donkey. <laughs> I, no, I haven't. Uh, I. It'll be a pleasure to go. Um. Do you wish to continue looking for Valorous? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, you two know. Oh, forgive me. Uh, I. Uh, I thought you guys knew each other, but maybe I misunderstood the situation earlier. Um, yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep moving. Let's just be careful. <laughs> Faye's gonna get everyone killed. I'm just gonna follow <laughs> Faye. <laughs> and we were gonna I'm, jump. Oh yeah, Adriana. Uh, just two things. Um, yes. I'm gonna stay within arm's reach if I can of both of them. 
at all times so that if we if I feel like we need to make an exit, I can just grab onto them and pull them nice. with me. Yeah. And second, my passive perception is 17 and with the like inquisitive rogue, I have that um eye for detail feature which is you can use a bonus action to make a perception check to spot a hidden creature or object. So that is oh, basically nice. constant. <laughs> just keep it going. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. It. All right. Um, what are Corpse Paint, Nordum, and Oz doing? Nordum's trailing behind Corpse Paint, so... Corpse is heading towards uh, the, the wizard that would beam him to Claw Canyon. All right. And uh, who's driving the cart? Is it Nordum or Oz? I'd probably say it's Oz. Yeah, I think okay. it's Oz. Uh... I will Ten. also state, you guys can't drive or ride your horses anymore. Once you get into the upper ring, um, there is not any room for that. It's not, it's mm. not civilized enough for the upper ring. Um, so you are on foot. Okay, cool. Well, cool. that, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, cool. Sorry. All right. Well, I was I was going to get Oz to roll like a wisdom savings throw and have him like, like cast command and just say stop. But <laughs> you're you're welcome to if you'd like. Yeah, I'll try it on Nordum. Actually, can you just give me a wisdom savings throw. Wisdom saving throw. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's a uh, 19 plus six. Yeah, well, I imagine you're a paladin. So <laughs> I think Corpse also knows that, too. He's just sort of throwing it out. But like you just yeah. hear in your mind, stop. And you're like, whoa, whoa, not working. <laughs> we'll just look around. What the heck? And he'll just continue to follow. Nordum, I'm endangering you at this point if you follow me. I mean, we're in danger already, so I, it's nothing uncommon for me right now. Ugh. Where's the rest of the group? In a place that is not, doesn't have anything that everyone wants to go, apparently. They're in, they're in the void of something. you got to be kidding me. Uh, oh. So I was told. Well, hopefully he didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> right, shit, right. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> okay, well, that's essentially it. Essentially, like, my objective is either, uh, hopefully this wizard. I, I actually, I gotta stop making fun of you guys for taking notes because I'm the one that really needs to. <laughs> what's, what's the wizard's name again? Ticklefinger? <laughs> Ticklefinger. I dare you to call him that. <laughs> we need Another to comment. one day have Caden rely rely on solely Caden about what happened last episode kind of thing. Yeah. It's just the oh. names. I can't remember the names. I remember <laughs> stuff that happens, just not names. His name is Feathertun. Feathertongue, Ar Archibald okay. Feathertongue, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can't remember that without <laughs> writing it down. Uh, okay, uh, so either way, I want to see if Feathertongue could either... Because I'm going to Claw Canyon, that was the plan going back cycles. 
either if he can get rid of the scrying, if not, then in Claw Canyon, they're going to just have to give me a new mask because I imagine with the Templars of Lokor, it's, I guess, similar to like the Mandalorians. You can't lose your mask. It's blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I'm just it's going to find uh, going to find our buddy. All right. Oz is kind of like walking behind you guys and he's excited. It's like, oh, I've always wanted to go to the Arcane Academy. This is going to be so much fun. Are you guys excited? And he's just like looking at everything. Is is there anything good there? Uh, yeah. Arcane stuff, obviously. And you can tell he doesn't know. He just heard <laughs> it's a cool place. <laughs> it's pretty sure it should be fun. Ah, yes, that, that good old arcane stuff. Yes. Um, yeah, it's so exciting. Yes. Thank you, Nordum. Um, so you guys walk up to this uh, very impressive um, college, essentially. This massive, multi-structured um, building. Um, it's like almost like a huge cathedral in the very center. And there's lots of like smaller buildings attached off of that. But what obviously immediately catches the eye are these four huge um, towers that easily reach 100 feet up into the sky. They, the like tower caps almost match the tallest building in the three gates, which is the Church of Ordo, dead center and at the highest point of the city. Um, and these tower caps, they all glow like a bright, bright blue. But you guys enter into what is essentially the foyer of the Arcane Academy. And there is something that is similar to um, what Ember has in his room which is like a massive um, stellar calendar, but it is actually like hanging by itself, attached to nothing in the great ceiling. And the planets are all just moving around each other very slowly. There are people riding brooms um, between all of the floors. Um, there's great um, walkways that connect um, one side of the foyer to the other. There's people in fine, fine wizard's robes holding textbooks, kind of walking from one room to the next. And you see that there is a secretary dead center in the room um, in this foyer that sits right beneath the stellar calendar. And she's surrounded by like a circular desk. And Brom, you've been here before because um, you've actually met Feathertongue. Well, not Brom, sorry, Corp Faint. Because you've met Feathertongue um, and you know to go talk to her. Mm hmm. Oh, okay, a bit of a predicament. Well, I'll just say to the secretary, trying to avoid saying his name, just, is he in? Um, you're going to have to be more specific than that, sir. God fucking damn. There's well over 100 staff here. Another tongue. Sorry, I, I don't, mean to, don't mean to be cold. And you just say that so loudly, and it just echoes through the whole foyer, and everyone stops to look at you, even the people on their broomsticks. And then after a moment of silence, everything kind of picks up again. And Oz looks at you, Nordum, and he's like, yeesh. <laughs> I'm just like looking around like, Jesus, Lord Murphy, what the heck goes on in a place like this? You see, there's a bunch of like flying envelopes and they're obviously going from like one office to another. She goes, yes, he's always in, sir. Your name? Corpse Paint. Oh, yes. Feathertongue has been expecting you. Follow me. Thank you. 
and you see she she jumps off her her chair and she's a little um river gnome uh dusty blue hair uh short little legs and they have to pump so hard to keep up with you guys but she leads the way and um essentially she takes you to the largest tower floor and it's another big cylindrical room there's people working on desks here and the whole floor actually rises up the turret tower until you reach the very top and um, you kind of walk into a stairwell that leads you up to the top floor, which you know to be Feather Tongue's office. And she knocks and you hear uh, someone say, come in. She opens the door and beckons you guys to go in. She doesn't follow you guys. She just closes the door behind you. Mm-hmm find a very opulent large uh, um, office the turret cap that glows a bright blue is actually all windows so you just have an unimpeded view of the sky and there are more magical artifacts hanging on and off of these walls than you could ever possibly imagined and feather tongue is a pretty short um, stout human with fiery red hair and um, a monocle in one eye and a staff in the other and he goes, Ah, uh, Corpse Pain, you finally made it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, I will. Corpse will put one finger up to where the mouth of the mask would be and just point to the mask, trying to, trying to get him to just do an arcana check on the mask to detect the scrying and not incriminate himself. Yes, I'm not a huge fan of the mask, to be honest with you. Um, I guess it's fine, though. What about it? Um, sorry to interrupt, but uh, he's trying to like say there's a spell on the mask that is not the best kind of spells to be having. Okay, sorry, Corpse Paint. I'm going to have to ask you to take the mask off. And he kind of, like, walks up to you. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, he'll throw the hood down and take the mask off. Oz is just stifling a laugh. He just, he, it's just so hard. Norm will give him, like, a little smack. Yeah. To keep it together. <laughs> so, Feather Tongue takes the mask back to his, um, just gaudy desk. It's way too big. And he sits down, and he starts, like, waving a wand over it. My, my, yeah, this is terrible. This is terrible news, Corpse Faint. How did you let this happen to your favorite mask? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say we uh, ran into uh, some trouble about some uh, border gate. Jeez, I keep saying border. Uh, Border brigade people. Forgive me. Uh, uh, Mr. Feathertongue is a Nordamayan boot and Oz, companions of mine. Wonderful to make your acquaintance. Nice to meet you as well, Mr. Uh, Feathertongue. Aolindir uh, uh, talked very highly of you. Yes, I'm not surprised. He talks very highly about pretty much anyone he wants to get something out of. Um, but yeah, Aolindir, he's, he's okay, for sure. <laughs> uh, glad we see the same, the same things. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was, I was captured, and they, they took it from me. I was wondering why I hadn't heard from you. Um, anyways... And he just kind of like says an enchantment and he 
kind of waves the wand over your mask again, and it just floats back to you. So I'm guessing you're um, ready to go to Clock Canyon. Is that correct? I'll glance back at Nordum real quick and then look back at him and say, yes, I am ready. Uh, uh, just a side question. Um, what exactly kind of spry, uh, scrying spell was on that mask? Um, qu- quite an impressive one, to be honest, Mr. Iron Boot. He, so I don't know what, what Wither did this, but the, <laughs> clearly they, they, they knew a thing or two. Um, so it was going to record all images and sounds. All images and sounds. Yes, a top of the line scrying spell for sure. Indeed. Um, you wouldn't happen to know anyone who would uh, be able to do something about that, would you? What, what, what do you mean, Mr. Ironboot? What what are the people called again? I, I already forgot as well. The, the Boulder Grid? No, no, the... Uh, oh, the ones, Keepers. The Keepers, right. Uh, oh. like, do, you, do you know any uh, Keepers by chance? To be, to be honest, Mr. Ironboot, I think the Keepers are kind of a bunch of fucking bullshit. Um, I like the magic, and I like not being told what magic I can't do. Mm. So, no? That's fair. I, I had heard rumors about there being a keeper under the city, but again, just rumors. Apparently, under the city is a pretty popular place right now. Oh, no kidding. That's very exciting. Apparently, there's a lot of nothing down there, and people want to go to see it, so... Right, right. Well, people are fickle and funny. Anyway, I had expected your guys' arrival quite a while ago, so your door is ready. And you see that there is a an archway, once again, but this is painted. And it's about 10 feet wide and about 10 feet tall. Um, and it is painted solidly with gold. Goodness, Valorous is in here, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And he walks over to it and he grabs his staff. He grabs the end of it and he draws like a complex um, arcane uh, rune on it. And the whole thing starts to to glow a bright gold. He says, please feel free to walk in whenever you like, my friend. Been away from home too long. Well, corpse, um, don't don't stay away for too long. Corpse will walk right up to you and will shake your hand and will say, I will make this right, my friend. Are you letting him go by himself, Norm? I mean, Norm can't, Norm can't go with him right now. Oh. Like, uh, no, yeah, that's. Fine. I don't think Oz would want to go with him. Uh, maybe I'm, maybe. To- I'm totally down. <laughs> we should. Just, we should go. Norm, come we, on. We should go. I. I don't think. Uh, I mean that's that's pretty far away from Red Willow, and I I don't think I can go that far from Red Willow at this time. Norda, bro trip. <laughs> I, I I I have to respectfully decline. Okay. If you want to go, Oz, you can you can go with him. No, I was only going to break my orders if you were going to break your orders. It was going to be a bro trip, but that's fine. I mean, unless you have a way to get back real quick. I mean, they must. How how is Corpsman going to get back, right? 
Yeah, but I'm not sure if they'll let the outsiders use their ways. Yeah, this 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 is just as good for me, to be honest. Um, so, Corpse Paint, you shake Nordum's hand, and you walk through the portal. Yes. All right. You feel a great pressure change in your ears. Um, a wave of nausea overcomes you. And you find yourself standing on a wooden bridge about a kilometer in the treetops. And you look around you and there are dozens and dozens of keist hunters. Oh, no. <laughs> and you know, growing up in the Great Northern Rainforest, this is the city in the trees, Silva. And that wizard just fucking betrayed you. Nordum. <laughs> well, I hope your friend is having good travels. And the door closes. I am a busy man, so unfortunately, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Uh, I, um, is there, do you by chance know any of the lords? I know them all very well. I had dinner with them last night. Perfect. Um, are you possibly um, able to set up a meeting for me with one of the lords? Mr. Ironboot, I don't know you from a peasant on the street. Why would I do that for you? Well, I would say I'm a pretty reputable man with the Red Willow Guild. Um, and I have some very, very important information to discuss with mainly the probably the one in charge of the city guard because of the possible threat against their lives. Right, right. Well, I don't know Fillion to be um really you know concerned with anything other than his next meal and his next drink um but i can try to put something together if you like that would be good because it's his next meal and next drink that are in jeopardy coming up oh well then i'm sure he'll want to meet with you asap yeah and maybe possibly if you could i'm not sure if how much pull he got if you could get all three of them that would be good because it's kind of all their next meals and drinks that are in jeopardy i, I think to be honest they're gonna want more than that could you tell me a little bit more about what specifically uh assassination attempts probably <laughs> assassination attempts yes okay <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> pretty vague, Mr. Iron Boot, but I'll, I'll let them know. That that would be good. Um, just, yeah, there, there's a lot, and I, I don't want to get too much out already, you know? He just kind of goes and sits behind his desk again. <laughs> um, all right. Um, have a good, uh, good day, Mr. Feathertongue. Uh, I'll see you, Mr. Iron Boot. And you just kind of open the door and it closes behind you. And you walk back down that stairwell. The cylindrical floor is still waiting there for you. And it descends. And you are free to exit the Arcane Academy if you wish. Yeah, probably. None the wiser about your friend's <laughs> immediate doom. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. All right. You three yeah. in the void. What's happening? Oh no. Can we stop the episode? <laughs> There's too much. <laughs> oh my god, I don't oh wait, okay. Uh we are continuing looking for Valorous. 
is what we're doing. Do we all love how Feather Tongue has a lisp? I fucking love it. I fucking hate him, but I fucking love it. I did not see that coming, you motherfucker. Way to make this interesting. Holy. So funny. Yeah. Oh, out of left field. After all that shit, too? Oh my god, no dramatic payoff. Just more. No. Just more chicanery. Okay, cool. Alright. Corpse Bank's gonna have a hell of a ballad, man. Oof. Yeah. At least I'm I'm excited. I get to meet Ven. Oh my god. Yeah. Little little fifth, little fifteen year old Ven. <laughs> Did he survive that long? Sarah. Mm. What? <laughs> All right. Okay. Be in the moment. Let's be in the moment. All right. So I'll get perception checks again as Adriana is absolutely always keeping an eye out for possible enemies. Is it ever considered nighttime in the void? <laughs> it's not considered nighttime or daytime, I guess. So I don't really know. Okay. I I'm just fishing for advantage, but it's an 18 total. <laughs> uh, eight from me. Not too good. Twelve. Man, thank God for Faye leading you guys through this shit. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> she is on a mission. Faye, you see again, quite far in the distance, like uh, a tree line. Of like and healthy looking trees or just like the stumps and shriveled skeletons of a tree? No, like full grown trees. And it just looks to be like the, um, you know, the same like uh ghostly visage of them. Has there been any like I know there's we're wading through like waist deep of um mist and stuff. Is there any other um <clears throat> excuse me hi, any signs of any other like cracks or disturbance in the mist of stuff or not really no. Not really? No. By looking to the 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 ghostly forest. Do I see any more mind reapers? No, so you, you're pretty creatures. close to the to the to the ghostly forest now. Mm-hmm. And you see there is a small girl with bright golden blonde hair oh. and bronze skin. And she's just kind of sitting like kneeling facing the forest with her back turned to you guys oh what's that's what's her name little brie brie thank you brie brie is that you hello you see like uh her thick golden hair kind of shuffles as she like tilts her head up and then she looks over her shoulder to look at you guys. And a horrible visage. It's terrible and disgusting. No, it is just <laughs> this Solsta girl. And she says, stay, stay back. Stay away. Bree, uh, I don't know if you remember me. I was traveling with you between Red Willow and Three gates. I'm I'm Faye. With the Red Willow Guild. 
we were trying, you went missing and we tried looking for you. Your parents are, are very worried. How, how did you get here? Um, she says, um, the Elemenzen man you all traveled with, he was the one, he did it. Yeah, I can't believe you just asked that question. <laughs> I thought, anyway, it's fine. Oh, are you... <laughs> I, are you, you, you sure you didn't dream walk away from the caravan? She just kind of like shakes her head at you. Have you seen him here recently? She just kind of like barely nods. And where did he go? She just kind of holds up her arm and points one finger into the forest. Yep. Oh. Does that mean Dax? Was that his name? The Dragonborn that is getting all friendly with you, Faye? Do you think he may be here as well? That explained the missing people. It does. It does. And Adriana, how are you feeling? No, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Very intrigued by all of this. Um, however, I am implying things, or inferring things, I suppose is the word. Should we perhaps go back? If your friend Valorous is in there and she gestures to the forest, like this little girl is saying, chances are he's gonna stay there. And we have an access. The port, the gateway, is gonna lead us close to here. Admittedly, we'll have to deal with the swamp and the Mind Reapers again, potentially. But we could go back, bring her with us, get you guys fixed, maybe, and come back with reinforcements. Um, Yeah, I don't like the look of that forest. I don't think that's a bad idea. But Faye, he is your friend, so... I leave it, leave it up to you. No, no, no. Adriana's right. We need to get Bree safely back out of here. Yeah. How d- d- does that amulet have charges? Does it have limitations of how many times you can use it in a day? No, Quentin says no. It does not. Okay. Do we want to try using it to get back to whatever underground city we were in? Or to the dancing donkey or wherever? Well, it worked the first time, so I don't see why it wouldn't now. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bree, we're gonna we're gonna take you home. We're gonna get you out of here, okay? Can you do that for me? Be brave. Very like sheepish, sheepish nods. Okay, uh, Faye will like slowly to give uh, Bree time to like 
shrink away if she needs to, or if it's not comfortable, she will pick Bree up and like hold her in her arms and like, okay, let's let's get out of here. She's very happy for that. And you, I'm assuming Adriana have the cat. Yes. Um, yeah. You focus all your intent on the doorway back in the Undercity and find yourselves standing there. I am immediately going to go find some of my guild members and I'm going if this is in the realm of possibilities in Latour, I'd like to find um, a lead box to put this amulet in when not in use or some form of like bag of holding kind of thing like extra dimensional absolutely and probably both put the thing in the box and put the box in the (laughs) in the bag holding absolutely I'm gonna say those are two things you can have in your inventory oh exciting so that is immediately dealt with okay well this should prevent any sort of possession via the amulet let's see if we can get your memories sorted back out and I don't know Adrian is gonna go about doing that I don't know if it's like a lesser restoration or something, but she's gonna try and get these people back to how they were. Alright. You do think something like along those lines will be the right step? Adriana, do you have the bag of holding on you? Uh, or do you leave it with someone to take care of? Uh, I will probably say in this specific instance she left it behind with uh, another guild member just because I didn't think of a thing having it until now. So she probably left it behind today. Faye's not having someone else taking care of it. She needs it in her sight at all times. If you don't want to hold on to it, that's fine. I will. What, the amulet or my bag? The bag or the crate, whatever, whatever one. Fine. You can hang on to it. Thank you. All right. You guys make your way back up into the dancing donkey. Mm-hmm. Nordum is, and yeah, Faye? No, go on. I was just gonna say is like Faye's gonna start looking for Dutch if he's still even around. I think he said he was gonna be gone in the next day or two, so it might be on that be past that point, but Gollin knows how to get a hold of Dutch. Right. And um he will absolutely do that for you. Okay. Nordum, you are here with Oz when your three companions come back out. Oz didn't go with corpse? Uh, no. Oh, okay. He was only going to go if Nordum went. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'll probably assume we're probably walking back in when they come back up, because if they uh, if they weren't there, Nordum would have probably went down into the basement and yeah. tried the open door, but... That sounds good. So you guys all conveniently reconvene. Uh, any, any luck in the uh, place with nothing in it? Not exactly. But progress. Progress is good. That's good. Uh, we found Bree. Bree. Oh, the the little girl. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, um, she Space, was in the like place sister of, at the table. <laughs> she was in the place uh, of nowhere. Yep. 
Lovely. Um, well, that solves that mystery, I guess. Um, but any sign of Valorous? Well, we know where he went into the void. Um, Perfect. Um, it's hard to navigate in there, so I'm hoping that we'll be able to find it again. Don't let the things in there touch you. They're gross. Oh, there's things in there. So this place and nothing went with a place with something. <laughs> I know. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, the, there was a whole forest in there. And yeah, we didn't want to navigate it alone. So yeah, I think you're going to get to see it uh, firsthand there, Mr. Iron Boot. Now there's a forest. Okay, this, this place is not what you were all seeing it is. <laughs> Did you find corpse paint? Uh, well, we we ran into corpse paint. Uh, we found him. Uh, he got his mask back. Uh, I knew there was obviously going to be nothing good on it. So I uh, found out that there was a scrying magic on it. Went and saw Feather Tongue. Uh, got it removed. And he went then through the portal to Clark Canyon. He just left again. Yeah. <laughs> Abandoned once again. Well, 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 well. <laughs> not, not to be devil's advocate here. This is completely Brom speaking, not me. <laughs> not the actor playing the two of them. Just like, wasn't, wasn't the plan that you guys were going to meet him in Claw Canyon or something? I'm, I'm, I'm quite confused. It, he, he was very, um, not a fan of us. Seemed to go there. But uh, we kind of wanted to go and help him there, but he uh, he was definitely showing resentment as much as uh, he can show emotions. Which <laughs> I think it's one of the only emotions he can really show. But uh, yeah, well, you know those those Templars—they're they're an interesting bunch. Uh, well, I I've. I honestly, I don't know. I'm technically not part of the group, not part of the guild, I should say, but I think we've been through a lot together. It almost seems like you guys do have the same goal. You're just going about it differently. Like you're trying to stop the war, or, or, or are you not? I, that is that is the end goal. <laughs> on Bree and then on Adriana. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot that there was a child here, Adriana. I can... I've got a couple of things I need to go sort out to get you guys fixed, so I can just go. And just don't go anywhere. But if you do need to go somewhere, please let Scallon know so that he can tell me. Could, could we not just go back into the void and find Valorous quickly? We could... I would just like to, now that I know what's in there, because it's not nothing anymore, just would like to have a couple of precautions. That's all. All right. Um, like what kind of, what 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 do you need? <laughs> all right. Well, I'll just not dance around it. So what we encountered were things called Mind Reapers, and they have the capability of removing memories if they touch you. And Brom doesn't remember meeting me the several times that we have met. I don't know about Faye, but 
I did see her get hit, so I can only assume that something's gone. I, so I remember I you, and I remember Brom, and I remember, remember Nordum. I, I I know why we're here. Looking for Valors. That's fantastic. It didn't take away short-term memory. So, I don't think I can get the memories back, but I need to go get it, because I can't do it myself. Uh, uh, but what do you what do you need for that? I, I might be uh, able to assist with it. First thought is lesser restoration. I might need something more powerful than that. I don't know. We'd have to try. Um, Ideally, um, may I? Go Go ahead. Huh? May I cast something on you, Brom? Yeah, sure. Okay. Just don't don't turn me red. That's all I ask. (laughs) No, you you had a potion for that. That's fine. Um, she'll just like with the finger tap him on the forehead and cast Lester Restoration on him. Yeah, that that pretty much brings back a flood of memories for meeting Adriana and all those times where you just kind of saw her in the corner. <laughs> oh yes, yes, I remember. Yeah, no, we Great. go way back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you can do that one more time. Well, I guess two more times um, for a little one there. Um, I recommend you do it to yourself, Faye. Sure. Uh, I'll do it. Uh, <clears throat> ask, I'll ask, I'll get, ask for consent from Bree first before Faye does herself. Uh, Bree, I'm just, I want to, this will m- make you maybe remember things that you may not know that you've forgotten is this okay of like gives you another like sheepish nod okay and we'll cast us a restoration again yeah it's not like as immediate you're not entirely sure mm-hmm. but i mean she does start start to get like you know she looks a little longer at nordum she she takes a second to like study brahm and you think yeah there are some things coming back to her for sure and then last but not least, Faye will cast Lesser Restoration on herself. And you remember having a sister at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, you, uh, you were right, Adriana. I did forget something. I will not be smug about this. Okay. I yes, don't know yes, if yes. squirrels thank you, thank will you. work. <laughs> I don't know if squirrels will work in the void. However, I don't think it would would be a bad idea to have a couple of Lesser Restoration scrolls on hand to use in there. Potentially, right. if it works. Which is what I'm going to go get. Well, I mean, I, I also know the spell as well. Couldn't I'm, I just, okay. Couldn't I just touch? You could, him? but I'm just... I also don't exactly work there in the void. We've that's found out great. magical things do, but not the casting of such things. Oh, of course, of course, it's yeah. obvious that magic doesn't work. Of course, so why, why would it? Uh, that makes no sense in a place that's nothing that has something that makes magic not work. <laughs> <sighs> You're being very bitter about this, Nordum. Because I don't want to go, but I know we have to go. You guys don't have to go. I mean, by the sounds of it, it, you need all the hands that you can get, especially navigating in there. So 
What are you saying, I, Faye? Of course I'll go. I, I'm just, just saying, we know that this amulet works to hopefully banff you back into the place you're thinking of. If I just think of nor of, of Valorous in the void, maybe we can just go and I can pick him up and bring him back. If he, I'd be very surprised if it was as easy as that, but I did think about that. But I mean, we could also all just go with you just in case he's surrounded by those weird creatures that you were talking about, so... Adrian, in your readings of this amulet, did it ever mention as to why people would be compelled? There? Um... Uh, no, not that I can recall. Okay. I just... Earmuffs on Bree. Nordum is just... Valorous was the one who took Bree there. Just like he took Oz there. Of course he was. So, I just... I don't... Uh, I... I'm mad at him. Trust me, I'm so mad at him for this. But it's a little concerning, obviously. And maybe this is something that doesn't go back to its owner. And we figure out a way to... We lose a big paycheck. But what's gold? There was a paycheck for this. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was a decent uh, amount of money. Uh, New guild rule, all contracts go through me and I approve or disapprove. And this one's getting a hard disapprove. And as soon as I find out who has the amulet, that is getting destroyed after we find Valorous. <laughs> Someone just bring out the amulet. Let's or go through a door. I don't care. Let's just find him, get him back, fix him if he needs fixing and get on with our original things that we needed to get on with. <laughs> and Nordum, you kind of have this burst of like, just anger. <laughs> and then it dawns on you like a shit ton of bricks. You oh, left no. a dragon in your rent a tent for about four days now. Oh, God. <laughs> that is where we are going to end tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh no, that's hilarious. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us tonight. Yes, thank <laughs> Yay. you. What Yay. Well, thank right. you for having me again. This is great. My goodness. Does Kyle know that he's been doing this? Yes, nope. Kyle aware <laughs> of anything? <laughs> no. Oh boy. We hope you enjoyed this production of Fables of Latour. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes, and give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter for any future updates.